0: Winter's a fun place, isn't it? You can get so many different opinions and <laughs> knocking into one another. Yahoo Sports Canada, Nick Nurse credited the Raptors' cohesion after win versus the Blazers. And I scroll up one. Oh, there's old Shams from the, uh, the Athletic talking about how Nick Nurse's future as Raptors head coach is expected to come into focus this summer with uh, there being some conflict among staff and players at the head coach uh, uh, towards Nick Nurse. Well, joining me now, by the way, this is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cos right here on TSN 1050, is another reporter and writer and did a nice column uh, and actually some interesting stuff about the future of OG and and we'll get to that with him in a second. Um, but uh, Josh Lundberg, what the hell's going on? Can we, can we not have a couple of days of peace with this team? <laughs> not at this time of the year, cuz. No, no, like, like none at all. You know, I wanted to start with a nice traditional conversation where I asked you um, journalistic, irresponsible questions about the future of Ananobi and trade deadlines. But now we're going to start here. Um, um, anything that you've heard or just any tea leaves about any sort of, um, I don't know, distress between, between the organization, the players, and the head coach?
1: Um, not anything more than, than what I've heard and seen over the last few months. I mean, listen, this has been a tough season for everybody involved. And when you're underachieving the way that the Raptors have, when you fall in short of expectations, both internal expectations and what everyone thought that this team would be, there are, I mean, one, there are a lot of people that should be held accountable, including the head coach and the coaching staff. And there are a lot of people that are are going to be disappointed with themselves and with each other. And yeah, I I mean, when, when a team is losing, these things happen and these things come up. And and in terms of Nick nurse's future with this team, I I don't think it's in jeopardy. I don't really think it's in doubt at this point. I I mean, he's one of, let's, let's put it this way. If he were to, at any point become available to other teams, through whatever mechanism, uh, he, he would be highly coveted because, of course, he is one of the bo- most well regarded coaches in the league and that's not to say that he's going to be here forever and that the Raptors can't or shouldn't or wouldn't move on eventually because he's a good coach. I mean sometimes these things happen but I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that point yet. The reason why all this is coming up of course is that Nurse's contract expires at the end of next season and just the way that things go you generally coaches generally don't want to go into the final year of their contract without some certainty of what comes after that. Obviously, there's a term for that in professional sports, a lame duck head coach. So that that's not a situation that, that Nurse, I would imagine, wants to be in. It's not a situation where the Raptors want him to be in. So, yeah, among the many decisions, big franchise-altering decisions that Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster and ownership and everybody have to make, First of all, over the next 10 days leading up to the trade deadline, but then ultimately leading into this off season, the coaching situation is one of those decisions that will have to be made at some point in the near future. You
0: know what the weird thing is about, about this road swing that the Raptors are on and their game is on tonight? You can hear it on TSN 1050 Raptors and Sons. You'll get to hear Josh Luenberg a little later on tonight. Is that it feels like every game right now is a referendum? On the near future and maybe the long term future of the Raptors, they go, uh, you know, if if they lose to Portland instead of beating them on Saturday, uh, maybe we're now a step closer to OG and Anobi getting traded. But if they beat the Phoenix Suns and and they have a and, and they win their next couple, then it's like, no, the Raptors are going to be buyers, like. This is the part that feels both kind of fun and interesting, but also irresponsible, where we're taking the smallest sample sizes and saying this could be the tipping point that makes Masai Ujiri and the organization go in one of two very profoundly different ways. I'm pleased
1: that you brought this up because it's been on my mind a lot lately, because it's been out there a lot lately. I've seen this a ton, this narrative, a ton over the last few days, especially that this road trip and the results on the trip will be crucial in determining whether the Raptors are a buyer or a seller and what they move, who they move, how much they move. And it's like, okay, maybe there's some truth to it. And I'll get to that in a second, just because I I, I think it's natural at this point, given that the Raptors are sort of trying to evaluate and decide what they're going to do, that any game, any day that passes between now and the deadline is obviously going to impact the decision to some degree, but I do think it's overstated in the sense that we are 50 games into the season. By this point, Ujiri, Webster, even, even us, like right, we, we have a pretty good idea of, of who this team is and, and what they can be to the point where, like yeah, if they lose the next. Four games, if they split them, if they win all four, is that going to change drastically what the team does? I say no because this is more than just the next 30 games. This is about more than just this season. The Raptors are evaluating what to do. Like, moving any of these guys alters the future of this team well beyond this season to the point where, like, they're not, these are smart, well-informed people that yeah. are not going to let a couple games influence the decision that they make for years to come, right? So I think by this point, they, they've evaluated all possible scenarios. They've thought about them. they planned for them. And I think they have a pretty good idea of how they'd like things to shake out. But ultimately, that doesn't matter if the deal that they are hoping is out there isn't out there. And that's why I think what's ultimately going to determine the direction at the deadline is going to be the market and what's out there on February 9th, more so than anything that happens leading up until that point. But let's put it this way. There's almost no scenario in which the Raptors make a deal before February 9th. It would make no sense. Like I know that Washington just made a trade with Rui Hachimura and even at the time, I'm thinking, like, why, why, are you, why are you getting ahead of yourself here? Unless you're absolutely sure that you're getting what you want and there's not going to be a better offer out there, why would you pull the trigger on something before you absolutely have to? So, yeah, I, I mean, every moment leading up to that February ninth trade deadline, I'm sure there's going to be decisions that need to be made and, and, and they're going to be going through all of this, but I, I, I don't expect that anything will be done until then.
0: Yeah, and it's funny. It's something I've been thinking about as well. I'm like, wow, every, every game could, could mean they blow it up, but then they had a good third quarter, so they're keeping it. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving on, um, what was your biggest takeaway from the weekend? Uh, you know, they they lose to Golden State where the defense wasn't there. They beat Portland 123-105. Um, if, for me, if I look at it on the positive, it would be precious to chew in Scotty Barnes. Uh, but what was your biggest takeaway from this weekend?
1: Yeah, probably that. Precious Achua and Scotty Barnes specifically. I mean, it, 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 you look at their seasons, and that's it, the, the, it's a reminder of why patience is so important with young players. You can sort of link them together there because I think a lot was expecting of both, of expected of both players going into the season. I mean, obviously, Scotty Barnes coming off the Rookie of the Year season, but even Precious Achua coming off of a really strong second half of the year, and both of them were at their best post-All-Star last year, I think everyone just figured, okay, it's natural now that they take the next step to start this year, and then they continue to evolve and develop as the year goes on. But as we know, development isn't always linear, and we we forget these things. I think everyone's guilty of it when a a player experiences growing pains or kind of hits that bump in the road, and and you wonder, well, why why are they going in the opposite direction all of a sudden? But – I think whether you look at the inconsistency of those guys early in the season or some injuries that they dealt with, there were various reasons why what happened happened, but here they are now, and I think both of them, not only back on track to playing kind of close to where they were at this point last year, but they've exceeded it now. Both of them are playing the best basketball of their career. And I think specifically when it comes to Achua, if we go back to the, the trade deadline discussion of, of what the approach is leading up to February 9th, the fact that Achua is showing these signs of continued development and playing as well as he's playing, it, it opens things up, creates some, some possibilities that might not have been there if not for these last couple of weeks and, and how Achua is playing to the point where I don't know, maybe a few guys on this roster become expendable if that's kind of the the path that they want to continue to go in. And it's one of the things that I have heard over the last few days is that among the many things that the Raptors are going to be considering and prioritizing going to the deadline, one of them is creating a path to getting more out of Achua or putting him in a role where he can potentially do more. Maybe that means clearing... A starting spot for him but i know the raptors are really high on chua he's what we talked about contracts earlier he's one of the guys that you're going to have to decide on in the near future he's eligible for an extension after this season so yeah i think regardless of what path they choose whether they're going to be fighting for a play-in spot or, or fighting for lottery balls i i think in either scenario you want to see what you have in precious achua i think that's going to be both he and Scotty Barnes getting them as much reps, as many, as much experience in, in bigger roles as you can over the last third of the season. I think that's going to be a big part of it moving forward.
0: Last question for you. And again, joined by Raptors reporter Josh Lumenberg, And you can listen to the Rap Suns tonight right here on TSN 1050. Uh, what is the latest uh, update status? What do we know about the health and the eventual return of OG Ananobi?
1: Yeah, well, he was ruled out for tonight pretty quickly, which isn't a great sign. It sounds like he was wearing a brace on that sprained wrist at, at shoot-around. We're still waiting. I mean, I would imagine the Raptors have gotten the results of his MRI that, that he took over the weekend by now. It's just a question of when we get that news and, and what it ultimately means. I mean, you, you cross your fingers and hope for the best for a few reasons. I mean, even just for Ananobi. He's a guy, as we know, that, that has dealt with some brutal injury luck over the course of his career, and this is as healthy as he's been this season. So I, I think for the player's standpoint, from the team standpoint, and even potentially, as I talked about, with, with you want as many options if you're the Raptors as you can have going into the deadline. And if Ananobi, who's a player, of course, who's come up quite a bit in the rumor mill, even going back to last summer, if he's not healthy and if he's expected to miss a uh, significant amount of time here we don't know that that's the case but if that's the case that could impact his market i don't know that that means that you absolutely cannot trade the guy that nobody would want to trade for him but considering i I would imagine a lot of the teams that are most interested in acquiring a player like that those teams are probably contenders they're looking at this in the short term and probably want to get him in the fold as quickly as possible we saw this last year with miles turner right he's that's a name that came up quite a bit And then he got hurt just before the deadline, and all of a sudden his market completely changed. So for a lot of reasons, I think a lot of people are hoping that Ananobi, that the fall, as scary as that was the other night, looked worse than it ultimately ends up being, and that he'll be back soon.
0: Josh, appreciate it. Well, that sounded bad. Let's try this again. Hey, Josh Lumberg. appreciate as always the information and knowledge and depth that you provide unto this show. You have a great day, and we'll hear you tonight as the Raptors are taking on the Phoenix Suns.
1: Thanks, Kyle. Talk soon.
0: Take care. That is our Raptors reporter, Josh Lewenberg. And also beyond uh, before Raptors and the Suns, we also have John Tavares is joining Overdrive just after 4 o'clock today. Um, Producer Chris Horvat on a scale of 1 to 10. How gross was that noise I made as I was trying to say goodbye to our Raptors reporter? Uh, I think you broke the scale, buddy.